Happy Friday, everybody. Sherm here, the Crazy Asian. Hope you're fantastic now, the moment that you listen to this. Limiting beliefs. What's holding you back? Is it the idea of things being possible? Is it the idea that you don't have the right skills or the tools to be able to make things happen? Do you think that you need a special vision or some kind of um, out-of-body experience to get more than you want in your life? What I find is very interesting is that we often will do exactly what's always been done. The cycle of poverty continues to exist in many of our projects in urban areas of the country and rural areas of the country. That when mom and dad uh, experience poverty, they teach those poverty, that, that poverty mindset, those poverty habits, those poverty decisions that continues for generations. Or think about the same where someone might come from wealth and they are able to help their children attain greater wealth and that kind of mindset where there's hard work sacrifice and coachability and humility that is being taught and you wonder why so often those that get continue to get and those that have not continue to have not. It's not about many things except a mindset. Opportunity plays a role. I understand if you live in an oppressive government situation, it might be difficult for you to be able to see the opportunities that are beyond your current landscape. However, the internet is breaking down walls of, and barriers in in situations where there is a political oppression or difficulty stifling thoughts that exist within a particular community. However, if you're listening to this podcast, more likely than not, you live in a community that allows the open-mindedness, the free expression of communication and ideas that they feel that, that can be helpful to help people grow and develop. At the same time, thoughts and actions can be the absolute downfall of an, of an individual and of a community and of a nation. So as you think about what's most important to you in your life and what you're pursuing with your most utmost uh, passion, does it inspire you? To go after what's already been done, oftentimes it doesn't require anyone to think any differently than what's currently going on. But if we were to look at our particular situations in life and say, I want more and I want something different... What would that then look like? What would be people be doing differently to be able to get what's never been done? And that's really where my mind starts is, how do we get people to be thinking differently about their own lives, to think higher than what's currently in front of them? And it might be something that they've read about that they thought never was possible. So it could be the kid that is growing up in an urban area in in absolute poverty and thinks college is never going to be on the horizon. I don't know how I'm going to afford that. But then decides to not take that excuse and figures out how they can afford that. Maybe there's an athletic scholarship. Maybe there's an academic scholarship. Maybe there is help in a big brother, big sister program or a a, um, federal aid that's available. Instead of believing the excuses or the limiting beliefs of why something can't be done, think about then what could be done. 
If let's say, for example, you've never been able to run an eight minute mile, why not train to run the eight minute mile? Why not put in the hard work that's required to get there? If you're finding yourself 80 pounds or 120 pounds overweight, why not put in the habits that are required to get you where you want to go? Too often, I think we, we, I'll include myself in this, we limit ourselves on what's possible based on what we've already seen. And then we allow the feedback to continue to give us the limiting beliefs that exist. How do we get more? How do we attain what's not possible to trick our minds to go after the impossible Despite that not being an actual reality, it might not even exist. It might not even exist in our skill set or our even outside of a dream in our mind, a wishful thinking. How do we do that? I think we pursue something that we don't think we can actually get and we pursue it with such vigor such tenacity it obsesses our conversation it bleeds into our house life it bleeds into the other facets of our lives in a way that's motivating and inspiring that's where I think it starts shifting and I'm not one to know the answers to this one because unfortunately in this scenario I'm limited just like you I'm not a Steve Jobs or a um, a, a Thomas Edison or uh, Henry Ford that saw the landscape of what was there and said, no, I want something different. It was often asked by Henry Ford why he went after the, not, not why he went after the automobile, but what people wanted at the time. And he said they'd want a faster horse. And a man brought a, a automobile There wasn't roads. There wasn't gas stations. All the minds in the world would tell you that that's not sustainable. People are not going to buy that automobile because there's too many obstacles. Roads aren't flat and there isn't any infrastructure to get gas. That wasn't his concern. Steve Jobs, when it comes to the cell phone or the iPad... Those things didn't exist the way that they are. The iPhone, the touchscreen, the the capability, the, the iPod and shuffling out MP3 music. People would have told you they want CD players or a mini disc player from Japan. Technology that was already in existence. And it doesn't mean that they were the first, but they were the best. And how does that work into our personal lives, our personal development? I think each of us, whether it's our financial mindset, which is I'm excited about going over Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, or going over something uh, that's going to get us in the mindset of getting more that's never been done in our own personal lives. And that might mean someone that came from... uh, a household that was broken and in the mind 
not knowing that that's even possible, thinking though there's no way that a relationship can last or that um, you know a, a parent can stick around, but yet they decide to stick around. They decide to break that chain of horrible habits that have maybe found themselves rearing their ugly head generation after generation and they decide to then break it it could be the person that finds themselves struggling with their own personal faith and decides no I'm, I'm going to find it again it could be somebody dealing and reeling with grief that decides that they're going to figure out how to make best of a bad situation and to find the peace in that pain. And I don't know how someone goes about this to be quite transparent. I don't think there's a five-step process, the, you know, 12 steps of, or whatever, six steps of grief or 12 steps of a, you know, Alcohol's Anonymous process. I know one thing, though, is to do something. To do something that's going to move you forward towards that absolute certainty that something different will happen. The Wright brothers were running a bicycle shop, but they were able to convince friends and others to be able to get man to fly. They were excited about that. I don't think they had it in their mind, let's make a contraption like a Boeing 727 and then start charging people to fly them from city to city. I don't think that was on their mind. I think they wanted to change something. They wanted to leave a legacy. They wanted to be a part of something that was a movement. They weren't highly educated in aeronautics. I don't think aeronautic engineering even existed. It was more theoretical probably at the time than it was in in reality. They got man to fly. And what what is that to you? What is that to me? And I'd rather pursue something like that than to try to duplicate what's already been done. Too often, I think we try to fit in when we are each uniquely designed to stand out. It doesn't mean you need to start your own vlog or your own podcast or you need to be a public speaker, but it needs to be that you're you, unapologetically, completely authentically you. That there is nobody else out there like you are going to be like you. So may you embrace all that's you, the quirky, the weird, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and say, this is me, world. And that's it. Take me as I am. Because I'm not going to be somebody else. I'm not going to try to conform. I'm not going to allow you to put me into a box that says, this is who I should be, based on your own paradigm or based on your own perspective. I'm going to be unapologetically and authentically me. Sherm's out.